You're listening to the Stream Grace Network. Hi, kids. Welcome in. It's time for another edition of Scatter Shooting. Hi there. I'm Randy Renner. And I'm Jeremy Griffin. And we are all set, ready to rock and roll. Yes. Look at that. Whiskey helps indeed. It does. Especially since we may quite literally be in the last days. The end of day. Wait, hold on. The, the end, end of, of days. days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Grandpa Joe doesn't seem to know uh, what he's doing. Uh, Rudy Tootie and uh, Xi Jinping apparently have a new alliance. Uh, I don't like the sound of any of uh, <laughs> any of that. We have the toxic chemical spill in East Palestine, Ohio. That, Just, uh, uh, did Grandpa Joe know about that one? He didn't seem to know about that. Uh, you know, it's hard to know what he what he knows, what he doesn't know, and just what he's forgotten. I see. Uh, you know, yeah, you never fair. know. I did. Uh, it, it was interesting, and I, you know, here's the interesting shift that we've seen a little bit from CNN. Mm-hmm. The other day, when when. Uh, when Grandpa and uh, Zelensky were having their photo op uh, in uh, Kiev, um, and they come out of the palace or out of that archway, and all of a sudden you hear air raid sirens in the background. Mm-hmm. Well, CNN, of all people, and used to until they had their little management shift, right. they would have never said something like this. But the reporter who was there said, I've been here for five days. This is the first time I've heard these air raid sirens and there are no, there's nobody running for cover. There's no explosions. There's nothing. And Mm -hmm. so he basically was saying, this is for atmosphere mm-hmm. for showtime we're going to add in the air raid sirens just to well for propaganda it is a good show element the thunder yeah, use it sure and it's nice it's cool yeah i yeah right they have the tornado sirens going off sure absolutely and there's not a real tornado that's true i mean you know if it ever happens where there is a real tornado there's a metaphorical you one know, about to happen on the court fans will you know just think wow Nice effect. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, they're back. Uh, they're back to playing tomorrow night in Utah. Uh huh. Playing the Jazz and then down to Phoenix. So and then Shane back Gilgis home to probably play never came home. Did Sacramento. He? Did he just hang well, out there. Well, uh, they were. I believe they were supposed to practice today before they oh. flew out. So he. Well, I mean, I don't know. Although I don't know why. A lot of those guys. Uh, you know, you remember. Uh, you know, Barkley said uh, he was talking about how terrible. He, no, Salt he, Lake he talks was, about was how nothing terrible. terrible. Yeah, nothing to do and all of that kind of stuff. I doubt that SGA, although, I mean, I have relatives that live in that area. And I, it's it's beautiful. Beautiful and wonderful. But, I mean, you know, I don't go partying much right. anymore, but, but we take trips to the there, mountains and, and all that good stuff. You know, Charles Barkley's almost um, the guy from King of the Hill, Hank Hill. You know... If you just added propane to it, man, that, that propane's terrible. <laughs> it's like a you mixture. know, that's pretty good. Thanks, man. That's a pretty good Hank Hill. Uh, yes. Dang it, Bobby. <laughs> that propane is God's gas. <laughs> that's that's more of my intention. That's really that. good. Thanks, buddy. I mean, that is really, really good. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> I can do the whole show, man. Oh, my gosh. You know, I used to watch that all the time. It's a good show. And I could still watch it because it's on somewhere, some, you know, Amazon, Netflix, you know, whatever I've got Hulu, I've got all of that. And, um, but yeah, I used to, I used to watch it all the time. Yeah. Uh, and a very, very funny, funny show. But anyway, yes. Uh, Thunder back in action tomorrow night. Uh, we have a lot. A lot of stuff going on, yeah. Which is, and most of it's not good. No, it's not. So uh, I haven't got the details of this. Maybe you can fill me in. But uh, another train derailment in Nebraska. 
Is that, uh, did you get that news? Well, you know, yesterday? they're coming uh, fast and furious. And, uh, you know, I know uh, the bottom no. line is no. I Now, I have seen, you know, there have been some things on Twitter. I saw something today. I'm going to open up where the, a, a the train uh, derailed and somebody posted the video and said, what what in the heck is going on here in the United States? And it World showed War. this train uh, derailing, and somebody else came back on in the reply section and said, dude, that video is from 2017. It mm. was a derailment that happened. And he had the exact date and the location of oh, wow. where this happened. Mm. So, so now it's PSYOPs. Yeah. Even better. Right. Well, I right. didn't see... A news report. I saw a ticker come up on my phone from a social media account that seemed legitimate. Said Nebraska train derailment today. In other words, from the Chinese. Okay. Well, this one was from Truth Social. Mm. That's not the Chinese. Okay. You That's, sure? Well, Truth. Well, it could be, but Truth Social is Trump's platform. Okay. So Chinese might have hacked it. Hey, there, anything can happen. Sure. Okay, I'm not We're, familiar with Truth. I'm just saying there are. Truth Social is is Trump's Twitter. Okay, that's he built that, you know, and that's the alternative. But uh, let's just take a look. Train derailment. Uh, oh, I just blocked something that can't be good. <laughs> well, I mean, well, we've certainly had more than. Although Mayor Pete says we have a about a thousand every year, that to me seems a little high. Nineteen hours ago, CBS News. A coal train derailment in Nebraska involving 31 cars sparks emergency response. So that was uh, uh, 1.45 a.m. on uh, – no one was injured. Uh, well, anyway, it was uh, February 21st is when this was last updated, but it uh, – yeah, so. Okay. So just – yeah, there was a train derailment. <clears throat> Another one. Well, you know, we we do have, uh, and like I said, Mayor Pete says there's about a thousand a year, and to me that seems a little high. But I mean, he is the transportation secretary allegedly, and uh, uh, so he, you would think, would have numbers that are close to being accurate, uh, yeah. something like that. But most of the train derailments we have are really relatively minor incidents where nobody's killed. No toxic explosions and fumes everywhere. Some grain spilled or coal spilled or Budweiser, you know, something like that. Why would you want to get on a passenger train if there's a thousand derailments a year? Well, I probably wouldn't. Uh, it just seems like that's. I'm, not so true. What I say, it seems like you a said, lot. But and you said, but, but I, you know, there's a lot of them that are relatively minor, and so maybe those are getting included. Well, what and, counts as a derailment in that number? I mean, does it? Like where the train stops and they have to just like jack it up on the train. Could be. I mean, you know, I mean, you. But it just seems usually, especially if the train is going at a, uh, you know, a pretty decent speed. If something comes off the rails, you're going to have a significant. Well, to me, wreck. the transportation. Uh, what's his name? Pete Buttigieg. No, I know, but what's the title? Transportation secretary. Secretary. Yeah, yes. I was like, what is that word? Um, I guess here's the thing. I wouldn't be surprised to find out that that was an inaccurate number because I am not surprised, you know, anymore to find out that the government lies. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, mm -hmm. AOC lies in an unofficial capacity, right? She yeah. lies about crap all the time. But like the secretary of the this, the secretary of the that, they're just going to make up whatever they need to make up. Well, I think... I, I think the government does definitely lie Dude, to us. Did Joe Biden not lie at the State of the Union? A bunch? Yeah. I mean, just lie. Yeah. <laughs> and not I and I, I think that uh, I think he's lying now about um, you know that they believe what they shot down were basically party balloons with uh, you know an instrument package attached. Time for the UFO conversation, huh? I just, well, I mean, I don't know if it's aliens or if it's the Chinese, the Russians, or something like that, but I I just find that hard to believe. Well, it is It is difficult. Here, here's what I think is really hard to believe, and we've talked about this before probably, but the really hard to believe thing is, is, is the stack up of stupid stuff. So part one is you shot something down without knowing what it is. That's pretty rare. Just rare. 
right? Yeah. If you don't, if you can't positively identify something, how do you know you're not shooting down? Right. You know. Which and and again, a nuclear it, it, warhead. Right. Think and about it, it. Yeah, and it goes back to them calling off the search for some of this stuff. Exactly. But they're saying we don't know what it is. We think it was this, but we're yeah. going to stop searching for it. And I'm like, really? But let's honestly think about that. If if you're if you're, <laughs> this is why it's it's just a load of crap. Because of just what I said, why wouldn't a country go ahead and just throw a nuclear warhead up on a balloon, let it sail its way over over here, and then when they shoot it down, it explodes at altitude? Well, that and and you know maybe maybe that's what the maybe that's what the Chinese had in mind. Now, I mean, if this was truly something that that a party balloon was lifting up to. 20,000 feet, it's not going to well, be a nuclear weapon. A party balloon doesn't lift but, anything to 20,000 feet, probably. I don't think they get that high, but let's just say they do. Well, now, the guy, the guy there's a, there are groups that do this, but I okay. mean, that could be a bunch of made-up well, stuff, too, and they say that's kind of what, you know, what they But do. even if it is, dude, a party balloon, if it can, t it, it doesn't carry a toddler away when you tie it around the toddler's wrist. Right. So it's going right. to carry away a, a Volkswagen? Well, see that, see that, and this again goes back to what I, I don't believe what you know, things just don't add up correctly. Right. I watch too many darn detective shows, you know, because the, the government was saying that the, the payload of the Chinese balloon was about the size of three school buses. And they said the other objects that mm. were shot down were much smaller along the lines of a small car. Mm. Well, these uh, groups, organizations that send up these balloons that they're doing, it, it they use, they, they said it's like it's a Mylar kind of basically one of those happy birthday, happy anniversary balloons that you get at a party store and they have a small instrument package, nowhere near the size of a small car. Right. More like the size of a small glove compartment. Mm -hmm. It probably weighs four or five pounds. Maybe not even that. Sure. Yeah, I don't even think it could be that if they're going to get that height. Unless those party balloons are descriptively like those party balloons, but are much larger in footprint, you know. Maybe. I mean, if you get Maybe. a Mylar balloon like that, the size of this room, and you fill it up. Well, they they wouldn't have been that no nowhere near that big that we're talking about here. No. Well, see that. So a, that's and, and the and the instrument package is relatively small. So I don't know, I don't know really. Number one, I don't know how I and we, you know uh, an F thirty five jet could get a missile lock on something right. that small. Right. No heat signature. No. So that's not a thing. No heat signature at all. And something that's a you know about the size of my iPad, let's right. say, I mean that doesn't give off a whole lot of radar signature for anything to home in on. Mm -hmm. So I I mean, you know, and, and we keep hearing you know the pilots you know had described the objects uh, cylindrical mm. with no apparent. Uh, way of uh, uh, propulsion. Right. <laughs> so, okay, you can see this small cylindrical device, but you can't see the balloon that's attached right. to it? Yeah. See, and I, I'm, you know, and they're saying, well, you know, geez, they're flying by at 500 miles an hour, and I'm like, BS! Well, there's a hit. So here, so, well, and, and maybe you should cut them a little slack, because I remember back in the day there was a, people thought there was a UFO crash, and they found out the next day it was just a weather balloon. So sometimes they do make mistakes, you know, the Air Force. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Talking about Roswell. And no. <laughs> well, the Air Force made a mistake in, in telling the truth at Day first. one. <laughs> yeah. Day one. Well, the same mistake and was made then, here. <laughs> yeah. And I, you know, I, I'm trusting what the pilot says. Right. I am not trusting yeah. what John Kirby says or what Karine Jean-Pierre says well yeah because all that they can say is what they can build out of conjecture for even if it's even if they're 100 percent on the up and up they're translating whatever the report was the report came from one eyewitness known as pilot so here's the eyewitness you have radar signatures presumably that doesn't tell yeah. you much of anything so now you just have the pilot's eyewitness account and 
there it is. That's what we have. Yeah, and, and so they're... especially because you can't, you've not recovered anything. That's the other thing that's just ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. You're gonna because they, they've called off all the searches, right? We're not gonna the go. Cana- get it. The Canadians aren't looking. We're nobody's not gonna, looking. We're not gonna go so, look. You know, they were talking about. Well, you know, the weather is kind of bad. Well, the weather is not gonna yeah. be bad for the next month, right? I How mean, about we know, go ahead and drop a beacon where it fell, and, and you we'll, know, come we'll come back in March, April. We don't even need to do that. Just wait till the storm well, system right. moves through and come in a couple days Obviously, later. You don't need to, but that's I mean, the whole I just, point. I just, but that's, dude, again, they know, it doesn't they, work. They know we're stupid. Not, okay. I mean, they just know we're stupid. Oh, yeah, yeah. And there's, know, there's a lot of evidence to, to that. There in is. fact. Speaking of. Glad you brought that up. Stupid it's is. Almost, it's almost stupid like does. we had had a pregame uh, discussion about what to talk about. <laughs> but in typical scatter shooting passion, we did not. No. But, and I'm not going to say these kids are stupid. Well, you kind uh, of just did. But. I know. <laughs> uh, but in, did you see the report that came out the other day about Illinois schools in Illinois? Did you see this? Maybe not. 55 schools in Illinois, most of them in the city of Chicago, and several others in the Chicago metro area, mm-hmm. and then a few in various Scattered other places. <laughs> yes. And, of course, Illinois is a Democrat state, and Chicago is a Democrat city led by Lori Lightfoot. Maybe not for too much longer. She's in a tough uh, re-election uh, fight. But anyway, these 55 schools, you know, they do, uh, on occasions, uh, schools will do proficiency tests. Yes. To check, you know, and this in particular was for proficiency in math and in reading, mm-hmm. all right? And they Because they want to see how well kids are getting the message, how much they're learning. And so, you know, they're trying to find out how many 12th graders are reading or doing math at a 12th grade, grade level, et cetera, et cetera. That's a low percentage is my guess. Oh, baby. Well, what's your guess? 2%. Oh, you are way high. <laughs> way high, he says. Well, <laughs> so point something percent. You're still high. So zero percent. Yes, indeed, a Rooney. Wow. Of the 55 schools, okay? Mm-hmm. 55 schools had, and, and a lot of these were relatively large with hundreds of students, mm-hmm. okay? Zero. Yeah. Not one. Not one student proficient. Now, now what? Not one. So here. So and when you add up the 55, yeah. it's thousands of kids. Thousands. So here's, here's something, though, to be aware of. According to the Literacy Project, <laughs> the average American reads at a 7th to 8th grade level. That's all of America. So I'm not terribly surprised. But here's my question. Some of those are third graders, though, that are reading at a seventh grade level. Well, sure. I mean, yeah, you you obviously have those ends of the spectrum. But but what I find interesting about it is I'm assuming when we're talking about literacy, it's not about the ability to read the word. It's ability to understand and comprehend. Is that is that what we're talking about? I don't know. Yeah, I it, it, proficiency, I proficiency probably has to be comprehension. To, to read and, compre- and comprehend, whether it's out. reading and, and math to be able to do the problem. But the, the thing that I found shocking is that zero students, yeah. not one, out of a school that, let's say, had 600 students, not one? They did not have one single solitary student Wow, that was proficient? None? I mean, how can that be? And, and, of course, all, all of these schools, there was one school, you know, because public schools have gotten all this money from the government mm. to work on things like that. And they got even more during the pandemic. One school, I looked, you know how much money? This one school that I saw at the high end spent uh, $42,000 per student. Wow. 42,000 per student and had zero who were proficient. <laughs> That's no good. I know. I mean, it's just 
You want to hear some more, more disturbing news? Oh, sure. Why according according to, uh, <laughs> to this, uh, what is it, Cross River Therapy? What am I looking at? Anyway, some literacy website. Uh, Oklahoma uh, is uh, among illiterate adults. What is it? Rank literacy. Child literacy rates uh, at fourth grade. Mm. That's what I'm just happening to be staring at right now. Uh, Oklahoma. Here, I'll throw it up on the screen. Oklahoma, where we are, ranks 36th out of 50, so that's terrible. Um, New Hampshire is third, so good for New Hampshire. But let's look at Illinois. Illinois is 28th, so we're worse than Chicago. Wow. When it comes to fourth grade literacy. But that's, uh, Mm. like, yeah, average reading level in the U.S., uh, seventh to eighth grade level, uh, all these interesting stats here. 79% of U.S. adults are literate. 21% 21% of adults are illiterate. I mean, 80-20, that's not bad. No, but look at this. 54% of adults have literacy below 6th grade level. So half of the people we okay. talk to have a literacy. Literacy, <laughs> I'm one of them. Uh, rate of 54% or lower. So, yeah. I don't know. No good. Mm. New Mexico's in the worst case. <laughs> And New Hampshire has the most people 18 and older that are literate with 90 percent. Mm-hmm. That's why I really want to understand. I, I should look up what the definition of literacy is here in this context. Oh, Saved by the Bell. Oh, golly, it's somebody calling from Stillwater, but I bet it's probably not really somebody calling from Stillwater. Um, see, yeah. Anyway, so literacy, uh, literacy in the U.S. <coughs> is bad. But you know what? Here's what I'm confident in. The literacy rate uh, and proficiency in Afghanistan uh, with the English language, I bet, is lower. Could be. The scary thing is maybe it's not. Have you, uh, have you seen the, um, the foreperson of the uh, Trump uh, grand jury in Georgia? No, I don't know anything about what you're talking about. Oh, she's on a uh, publicity tour her uh and there's questions now because she's been such a little uh, blabbermouth mm-hmm. that it may uh, jeopardize the indictments because she's been telling people hey we there's a lot of indictments and let me <laughs> i have a i have a picture of her this is no joke well it might be but you know i mean it's a real picture of really her oh yeah nice <laughs> She's the foreperson of the Trump grand jury. That's weird. She's been interviewed, of course, by MSNBC and, uh, and you know, various others. She's probably been on The View also with those crazy people. And, uh, no, she was, um, she was laughing and all excited about uh, all these indictments uh, that they're about to hand down and all this kind of stuff. So she's on a press tour, and uh, some people not real uh, fired up about all of that and some of the comments that she's made. So that's, uh, that's also going on. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I was, yeah. uh, was going to pull up a picture that's more uh, digital. <laughs> There she is trying to indict Trump tweaks like a meth head on CNN. <laughs> That's the headline. <laughs> Jury foreman trying to indict Trump tweaks like a meth head on CNN. Well, she, uh, you know, when I when I heard and uh, you know seen some of the sound cuts of her, uh, you know, I'm just like, okay. <laughs> wow. If the uh, I wonder who else is on that jury. If she's the foreman, you know, you're just like. Wow. Amazing. Well, it's probably hard to find somebody who would be impartial. It probably is. You know what it I mean? It probably is. You probably uh, have to go to the back hills of Georgia and Kentucky and Maybe. Not maybe. saying that's where she's from. I don't uh, know. Well, she's, well from she's from Georgia. Georgia. She has yeah, to be from Georgia. Uh, because it's a Georgia, right. you know, grand jury on this deal. Hey, you wanna uh you wanna say anything about uh our uh, thing at the joinery yes. uh, last week and, and kind of what yeah. Is transpiring with is that? Very cool. Um, well, first, I would like to just talk about this Johnny Walker Blue. Oh, it is. Uh, yeah. So today we're sipping on some Johnny Walker Blue label, and uh, let's uh, just briefly, 
So Randy prefers Johnny Walker Gold over Johnny Walker Blue. Jury's still out for me. I'm going to say I prefer Blue because I need to to feel better about my wallet. <laughs> because uh, Johnny, a bottle of Johnny Walker Blue, depending upon you know where you're getting it, but it ballpark it at 225 bucks, right? Yeah, yeah, that's correct. And Johnny Walker Gold, 100 bucks. Well, actually, at Byron's, it's less 80, than that. Eighty about at ninety bucks. Seventy-five, eighty. Is it really? Yes. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So don't don't. I don't want anybody to ever tell me crap about inflation because the one thing that hasn't gone up in price at all is alcohol. Just saying. Yeah, yeah. For, you know, for a while there, it actually some of it, it actually went down, went down a little bit. So inflation's imaginary because well. if alcohol stays constant, hello. Anyway, it's not imaginary, but it's man-made anyway. Well, yeah, well, it's all man-made. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's a yeah. choice. It's a choice, people. But to get back to what we were yeah, talking sorry, about, the dreary I, and the, uh, the, the and I do. Yeah. I right now. I mean, I yeah, I prefer Johnny Gold right over Johnny Blue. And yeah, and I. But uh, that's just me. I, yeah. I like. I think. I, well, I think I like Johnny, Johnny Gold, Gold a lot. Is a so. little more uh, mellow, and I just like that a little bit better than. Although you know, the more you. The more you have of Johnny Blue, the mellower it seems. That's fair. Doesn't it? Uh, yeah, it's good. No, I like gold just fine. Um, you know, I mean, I like black just fine. Johnny Walker Well, black. sure, right, yes. So, yes. it's definitely different. Um, I mean, it's different to to me and you probably. I know that if my wife tasted it, none of it's different. It would probably, right, yeah. So she gets Johnny Walker red if she gets anything. <laughs> that's, that's all she's allowed. I did... Um, Johnny Walker Red was the first Johnny Walker that I had, mm -hmm. and I was like, "Yeah, yowza, yeah, a little rough." And uh, then I, you know, I up my game. Yeah, and uh, yeah. So uh, yeah, so we are going to be back next week. We'll be back at the joinery on location. So we'll be another audio only next week. Um, however. Uh, they've got that, you know, if you were listening to last week's show, you, they've got this golf league that's going on on Tuesday night. So we're going to go out and uh, see if we can participate in the golf league. I'm not sure. I needed to ask uh, our contact over there, Nate, who was on the show last week. I need to find out if it's just a, a one-night golf league or if it's you got to be in the league like over multiple weeks. I didn't ever bother to ask that question. Oh, I, That's typically know, yeah, how yeah. it would work, yeah. like a bowling league. But, right. but maybe you right. can just pop in. I don't know. Right. So we'll I, find out. Yeah, and I'm sure that uh, you know we could come up with you know something that we're gonna oh sure we can do anyway yeah, so, yeah yeah you know but and then we you're are gonna shoot a little video yeah we'll and, go up there we'll we'll uh, shoot some video uh, and uh, take some guys up there who are golfers or at least who know how to swing a golf club and uh, shoot a shoot a virtual round at Sawgrass or someplace like that and uh, then then the following week we'll show some of that footage on this show. I think that'll the, be uh, I think that'll be a lot of fun, and uh, the joinery is a lot of fun. It's so cool, man. Uh, so, if you I've haven't been, been down there yet? It, stroll on down. Yeah, and I I've actually been talking about it more off the podcast than on the podcast. Meaning, really, I'm just talking about it a lot because like the locally sourced food. I, I think that's the thing that we didn't like, unless you know about it. The food is just so dang good, man. Oh, it's so good. Anyway. Enough of that. Well, we'll uh, and we'll talk about that more uh, next week. But yeah. I'm going to probably order some food next week, so I'll be able to like tell you. Okay. Or tell our listeners. And okay. You. Same. Great. Time. I'm sure. Uh, you know, maybe I'll do that too. But we had a lot of fun down there last week, and uh, and I'm glad. And they seem to like everything that we did, and so that's fun. It looks like that we'll have a pretty good relationship with them going forward, and we'll be down there probably every other week or. So something like that. Yeah, it's our current plan. Uh, so that'll be fun. The joinery Subject down there in uh, Bricktown. Uh, basically, it's a block north of uh, the ballpark at uh, Sheridan and uh, and uh, Mickey Mantle. Yeah, that's so, exactly right. Yes. Across from Mickey Mantle's. Uh, yes, and that just kind of down the, down the down the street a little bit. Spitting distance. It used to be what's directly across used to be. Nona's, I think, but it, now it's something different. I it's the believe. old spaghetti warehouse. It is. It's what they. It's called the old spaghetti warehouse. Really? But I don't think it's the old spaghetti. I don't know, but it is okay. called the old spaghetti warehouse. So if you want, See, I don't go to Bricktown. Right? I used to be down there all the time. Go to the old. Spaghetti. I don't. I you know, and especially when I was doing stuff for uh, 
the Dodgers, right? You know, we're always in Bricktown because I mean, you know, it's where the ballpark is. Speaking of yeah. the Dodgers, uh, they had a little media get together yesterday. Oklahoma City Dodgers. The Oklahoma City Dodgers. Okay. The L.A. Dodgers did too, but uh, they're it's not as relevant. To not us. as relevant to uh, us. But the Oklahoma City Dodgers uh, unveiled some new uh, unis nice. that they're going to be wearing on. They called them City Edition. I get to borrow a phrase from the Thunder. No, I'm not kidding. And uh, in fact, if you were probably, what's their website? OKCDodgers.com, something like that. But uh, because it's the 25th year for the ballpark. Oh. And they have special uniforms that they're going to wear. I don't think they're going to wear them every home game. But, you know, on certain home games or maybe on Fridays or, you know, something like that. And, uh, you know, they look kind of cool and, and hats that are repping the uh, 405 uh, area code. So uh, I would think they probably have some of those on their website. But uh, I saw I saw a uh, photo All right. uh, Sorry, I'm early pulling. this morning. Actually, Channel 4 had tweeted out a, uh, I think Dylan Buckingham was at that news conference yesterday. And uh, he tweeted out a photo of the uh, of the new uniforms so on his Twitter. Is feed. this the vibe? Yeah, yeah. There's the new uh, cap, you know, with uh, the 405 on there, 46 with the star. The state Oklahoma oh, was yeah. the 46th state, so they've got some new uh, stuff. And then, uh, you know, but they but they have their new uh, uniforms that they're going to. Where I don't see. I can't find that yet. Yeah, they may not have them. uh, Come back to that when I find it here. uh, It should. I would think they would have put it just on the front page of their website with a little story about the news conference and that they're going to be wearing those uniforms for the 25th anniversary. But, you know, not everybody runs their websites like I think they ought to be run. So, you know, hey. I know that's the funny thing is like, but they're kind of cool, you know. They're kind of cool looking, and and that's great. And I, you know, I like the the uh, cap that they'll wear uh, occasionally, you know, on right or uh, special deals. But uh, baseball is uh, here again. OSU yesterday they had their home opener and pitched a no hitter. I was almost up there yesterday. I came. I was this close to going, and then I changed my mind and. And, you know, did something else. And then a buddy of mine texted me and said, wow, are you watching? It was a no-hitter. <laughs> like, ah, oh, geez. I was almost there. And uh, I've only seen one no-hitter in person. Really? Yes. Well, that's I've not seen surprising. Several, I've seen several yeah. on television. I've only seen one in person, and it was a high school game. Hmm. Back in the day when I was in college, I worked for the radio station in Stillwater, KSPI. And I did, among many other things, Stillwater Pioneer Baseball. And uh, the Pioneers were playing Guthrie at Squires Field in Guthrie, which originally was a, uh, I think it was a Class D mm. minor league ballpark. Cool. And, uh, and it's cool. I mean, it's an old style. And it's, but the point is the guy who pitched the no-hitter, high school kid, from Stillwater, Sonny Galloway, really? who grew up and became the head coach, head coach at the University of Oklahoma. Exactly. And Sonny was at, at ORU also before he went to How about that? Went to uh, OU and then went to Auburn. I and, saw him coach. So my first Yeah, I saw him coach a lot too, but I also <laughs> saw him <laughs> throw play. a no-hitter. Well, for me seeing Sonny Galloway coach is pretty surprising because i don't do a lot of baseball but i saw him coach at a big 12 tournament at the bricktown ballpark okay so that's interesting in general and by the way no oklahoma city dodgers guys listen get your crap together because your website is not on there no no single game tickets are on sale maybe that's their thing maybe they want to sell tickets well i'm sure they want (laughs) to sell tickets but yeah this is the home page huh and uh okay see dodgers oh well let's see no. Dodgers announced coaching staff. No. Okay, oh, see Dodgers announced special promotions, nope. theme nights. Nope. Hear about Dodgers MVP? Huh. I'm saying. I would have <laughs> thought they would have had new. I know. That's weird. I know. Hmm. Okay. 
And and so yeah, so I figured out you know huh. over here you know the merchandise on sale now. If you click into that, of course that's the. Oh, that's kind of cool. That's a nice little cap. Yeah. All right, Dodgers. Got the bricks uh, there for the Bricktown Ballpark. Right there. Look All at right. that. We're looking for that's a sponsorship. Kinda, Reach out. I kind of like that. <laughs> I may have to. Uh, I may have to get some uh, some new Oklahoma City Dodgers gear. There's a couple of those caps that I kind of like. I guess they're not making the jersey. Like I just went to the jerseys part of the shop to see, and they, they're not on there. So. Um, yeah, sometimes you know it takes the, some time to get them for sale. Yeah, and and they may not. Not every minor league team, you know, will even does that. Even does that. But I would have thought that they would have had a picture on the front of their website saying, "Hey, we're you know celebrating the 25th anniversary of the Bricktown Ballpark. We'll have special city edition uniforms." I know you would have thought. <laughs> it's the world we live <laughs> in now, Randy. I mean, you know. What, I mean, we can't count on anything these days. Apparently. That is apparently, yes. So here we are. I'm just, I'm disappointed. That's all right. But that's the way it goes. Otherwise, I've had a, I've had a pretty good, uh, pretty good day. Well, I finally found somebody who could make the air conditioning work in the office. That's nice. Yeah. That's kind of cool. <laughs> Didn't Literally. know the air conditioning couldn't work in the office. Oh. Oh yeah, it's been broken since we moved in there. So you should work when I when I went us. in when I went into the office on Monday morning, it was eighty four degrees in the studio. Wow. Yes, computers were literally melting. Actually, the person in the in the uh, booth next door doing the news. Yeah. What? The person who had been in there before her. Yeah. I left a a, a, a candy bar in there and it had it melted. melted. Oh, that's not good. <laughs> That's not good. So, yeah, it's been a little unpleasant. All right, so let's talk a little bit of entertainment. Okay. All right. So, first off, I need to know when does uh, 1923 start back? Or has it already started it, back? Uh, it has already. Uh, we're, I watched uh, episode uh, nine, I guess. No, seven. I think it just has eight episodes. Total? Total. Okay, so... So next I, uh, Sunday should be so the last episode. So I wait till next Sunday, I can binge the second half. Uh-huh. Fantastic. Yes, yeah, on Paramount I Plus. I meant to ask you that, but I haven't been researching it because I have been getting into other things on Paramount Plus. Okay. Um, what have you been watching? So, I, of course, I watched Also King and finished all of that, uh-huh. which is good. Uh, been been watching Seal Team. Okay. Uh, man, I've been loving Seal Team. Okay. Lori and I have both been watching that. We're like in the third season of six. But I just, before the, the show today, it, during my lunch break, uh, I had, which I made, hey, I made a chicken fried steak sandwich pretty out of this world. Really? Yes. From, you made chicken fried steak from scratch then? From a frozen bag from Sam's. But the chicken fried steak was, but I toasted the bread myself, and okay. I added cheese myself, okay. melted the cheese, okay. added some sweet and spicy pickle to it, mayo... And it was, uh, what kind of mayo was it? It's one that people always like. Anyway, some good mayo. And then, uh, uh, so yeah, I was, and fried cheese sticks. I had some fried cheese sticks. Air fried, all that stuff. So good okay. air fried. Anyway, I so, used to make really good chicken fried steaks from scratch back in the day. Really? Yes. Mm, you've been holding out. All right. I haven't made them in a long time. Well, but practice. Made them really, they were really good. So, mm-hmm. so I, w- I watched the first episode of Picard. Oh. I'm pretty intrigued. Well, I've watched uh, the first two seasons. Yeah. The third and final season is out now. Right. I noticed that. Uh, and I loved it. That's... I've not seen any of the new season yeah. yet, but I've seen all of the first two seasons. I thought it was, I'm, I really yeah. liked it. I, I was. But I'm a kind, kind of, of a Trekkie. Well, and I. To a certain so extent. So I watched not the. Not as much as some. But. I watched the first generation. I binged it, uh, I don't know, about a year or so ago, two years ago. Having never really watched, but just a handful of episodes I just happened to catch. Watched the whole thing through. Really got sucked in. Was going to get into like Deep Space Nine and some of these other ones, and I just didn't. Tried to, but couldn't do it. But uh, but the movies and everything, I was always watch. I watched all the movies before, and, and uh, man, I was really, I'm being drawn in. Just have, you, have you watched any of the... The the relatively new Star Trek movies, yeah, like with Christopher Pine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Now, did you watch any of the the old original Star Trek series, Captain TV series with uh, William Shatner, Leonard, Leonard, Leonard Nimoy? Yes. See, I think Chris Pine does a great Kirk? William Shatner. 
as Kirk. You know, watch. I mean, and obviously, and he has said I've seen interviews with him where they had gotten together and talked, and he had seen a lot of the episodes, doing research and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And so he took a lot of Shatner's the way he said things and his mannerisms Mm -hmm. to put it in there because he thought a lot of people who are going to be watching this watch the original series. Right. And they're going to expect somebody to be like that. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah. Well, and here's here's what I think is really cool about Chris Pine's capturing of him is that most people go with the really exaggerated Shatner. What are you doing? I don't understand. You know, like that that exaggerated version. Chris Pine doesn't do that. He picks up on <clears throat> pretty much every mannerism outside of that, as in my opinion, as to not make it so overacted. You know what I mean? Um, but his demeanor, his uh, he plays the appropriate James T. Kirk, bottom yeah. line. Um, yeah, so I, I think those are great. Those have been my favorite. So far of all the Star Trek stuff, the Chris Pine series stuff has been my absolute favorite. And not for, you know taken away from the other things but just honestly the production of that is just so sure. good man yeah so so good yeah that's one thing getting back to 1923 that that's one thing i really like about that the production values yeah and uh you know what all has gone into this and i think it's really fun watching harrison ford mm-hmm. and helen mirren you know two outstanding actors who've had great careers yeah, exactly and you know they still get in fact in fact harrison ford is in a in another series that's out now called shrinking mm. on apple I tv saw that. i saw that and uh i started watching it and it's really good speaking because of apple tv when's ted lasso showing back up i uh next month i okay. believe in march around the middle of march i think New episodes of Ted Lasso. Because I need to see what that little weasel of a oh, I know, manager. dude. Oh my gosh! Yes, but that's a fun. You know, I, and people have talked about it. and I had never seen it, but people were talking about it. And I'm like, Tip, what the hell is this? Yeah, I had no idea what it was. It's just people were talking about Ted Lasso, Ted Lasso, Ted Lasso. And uh, most inspirational coach in America, yeah, in the UK, yeah. And so, the first episode I watched, I was like, Oh, wow, mm-hmm. this is pretty good. And I was hooked, I was absolutely hooked from the beginning. Well, I love it. It's such a unique show, especially in today's culture, because it is so uplifting the whole time, yes. And that it's so unique in that way. That you just walk away with a good feeling even when something bad's happening. You know, and, and one of the interesting things about Ted Lasso, he, the character, is always trying to be encouraging to other people to lift them up. But what you don't always realize, and they got into it a little more this last season, is that Ted's not in real great shape himself right. mentally. right. You know, he's struggling with a lot of things. And, you know, he doesn't always have somebody to lift him up. Mm -hmm. You know, he's so busy lifting everybody else up and encouraging everybody else. There's there's no one to help him out. Yeah. And uh, but it's it's really well done. I think that's one of the things that's been interesting to me about watching SEAL Team is something kind of similar to that is that um, and I, I can relate to this, obviously not to the degree that a Navy SEAL does. Because <laughs> I don't know if you knew this, but I never have operated in foreign theaters. Um, but <laughs> I haven't even been to a foreign theater. You know what? I haven't even watched a foreign movie in an American theater. I haven't either. Oh, yeah. um, so, no, but the, the main guy um, who's played by, I don't even know these guys' names, but you remember the television show Bones? Sure. So the guy. Yeah, yeah, who was in. Yeah, and I I don't know. I haven't watched very much of SEAL Team. I've watched a little, but not much. It's really good. I think, you know, I'm I'm very drawn to the uh, teamwork aspect of it. That's just kind of my world. But um, but he is, uh, he struggles, man. Mentally, he struggles because he he deflects. He keeps everybody at arm's length. He's always focused on uh, everybody else and how to make sure this person's safe and that person's safe. And really, I'm in, the, I think I said I'm in the third season. Um, 
so much of it is around him kind of coming to a point of reckoning with that and how worrying about everybody else isn't going to prolong your life. In fact, it's going to shorten it. So, right. Um, anyway, it's been really good. And, you know, I, I kind of didn't want to like Paramount because there's a lot of things about the way the app functions on Apple TV and just different things that are annoying that's not out of me. In fact, one of them, I really hate any service that has, Amazon does this too, uh, where you have, oh, okay, I'll watch this movie. And you click on it and it's like, oh, no, that's not part of your package. you got to upgrade to get this movie. What? No. Then don't show me that movie. Give me a filter that says these are all the well, things Well, you know, you that's the watch. whole reason they're doing it that way. I know it's not why they're doing it that way. It still <laughs> makes me mad. It's frustrating. Because you don't know. Although, now, I haven't run into that on Prime. I haven't Plus. myself either. Lori ran into it. And I said, oh, you were on Prime? Because I ran onto it a lot on Prime. Yeah, yeah, me and too. She, and she's like, no, it's on Paramount. I'm like, shut up. I know. I don't know what it is. Huh. Well, now sometimes here here's maybe what it here's maybe what it what it is, uh, because on Paramount Plus they they have some other like you can add Showtime oh, yeah. to your Paramount Plus that's subscription, true. and so it might have been it. that she may have clicked on something that's actually on Showtime. Showtime. I bet she and, was in the whole Showtime tab. And, now that you say that, and then it it Man. will say. Hey, this is available for an extra. Can you believe you know, Lori doesn't listen to this podcast? No, I'm, that shocks me. Hurtful, isn't it? Yes, kind of. I tell her that all the time. Yeah, she doesn't care. But my daughter doesn't really listen either. What? My son listens some, but not all the time. Yeah, and I don't. So, you know, I mean, you know, but honestly, they're busy. They got stuff going. They on. are. And to be quite <laughs> frank, man, Jordan listening at all just means the world to me. So. Yeah, yeah, and he does. I mean, because you know when. I just, he, he may just simply be out of content. <laughs> Sometimes when you get to the end of YouTube, you got to watch something. You got to watch know? something. True. <laughs> that is true. Yes. <sighs> anyway, now I'm excited about uh, finishing up 1923. So they're making, what is it, another one that's 1940-something, 1950-something? Well, the, the title of it has not come out. Okay, but, but that's kind of, presumably that's kind of the plan that they'll jump ahead another you know, couple decades or whatever. Although, for all mankind. although I have my understanding is from you know what I've read and speculated mm-hmm. that there will be an actual real season two of nineteen twenty three. Really? Yes. Because and I, where are you in nineteen? Have you started any I of it? Started the second. Okay. No, well, no, no. I, won't. I, no. I watched the first half of the release. I just haven't started the second half. Oh, 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 so season, oh okay. Uh, so you've seen four episodes. Okay. Now, in that, has Spencer gotten word that he's yeah. needed of, back home in the fourth Montana? season? The girl he's with on that little beach or whatever. Right, right. She's reading all the things. Okay. Spencer, you got to read this. And he decided, right. Okay. Well, I'm at my, the next episode I watch is the last episode of this season. Hmm. And Spencer and his girl haven't made it, made it even back to the United States yet. Are you kidding? No. Jeez, what a letdown. So, of course, and there's so, season two. I, I mean, unless there's going to be a lot happen yeah. in this last episode. Yeah, there has to be now. Uh, but that that's what I had, I had read, was that they were going to do a second season. And, of course, you know, they, uh, they had sent out word there'd be a second season of 1883, and then it turned out to be 1923, and mm. a couple of the producers said, well, we had always intentioned that 1923 would be the second season of 1883. But this is actually going to really be a second season where we're still in 1923, presumably. Well, that's uh, just you know. it. You can't be. Like, 1923 is still not in 1923. I mean, haven't they gone beyond a full year worth of time? Oh, well, yeah, I guess maybe you know they've made mean? it to 1924 by now. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Well, maybe that's maybe, maybe that's season, season two, two will be 1924. 1924. There you go. Okay. There you go. That's probably what it's going to be. Isn't it funny that we're okay with it because they titled it different? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Well, then now well, I'm I just, totally I, fine. But I will tell you that it, it does get, it's a little frustrating 
that because, see, like me, I can't wait for Spencer to get back so they can start kicking butt on those right. guys that are trying to take over the ranch. Dude's been taking out lions, tigers, and bears. Right. He'll be able to take out men. Absolutely. And, you know, they're not even back to the states yet. Wow. Much less to Montana and the ranch. Well, that's a letdown. Well, I'll probably binge that then starting, uh, what's it, when's it air again? When's the release? What, 1923? Sunday? Yeah, Sunday. Okay, so I could probably start watching it. Well, this actually, I mean, it it, it it comes out really early. Like, I think they send it out, like, at midnight. On Saturday night or something? Yeah. Yeah. Because I I usually watch it early Sunday morning. Gotcha. And uh, I am honoring you might the enjoy Lord mayor, on Sunday morning. Okay. Well, I mean, like, early, early. You oh, know, like five? 6 o'clock, 5 o'clock, yes. Gotcha. Have you watched any of Mayor of Kingstown? No, I've been thinking about it. He's your... Uh, Cousin Jeremy. Jeremy, right? yes, who's still recuperating from the mm-hmm. snowplow uh, incident. Still in the hospital, I think. Man. Uh, but that's, re- that's really good uh, also. You know, they're starting back uh, production of Rust. And uh, and uh, the charges have been reduced. I saw they were reduced a little bit. Yeah. Against our... Alec Baldwin. Fine, feathered friend. That guy... <sighs> Justice will not be had, my friend. Justice will not be had. Best best case in terms of justice. Okay, I'll say it a different way. For Alec, the worst case scenario is 18 months in jail. If 18 months is the worst case scenario, you know how much time in jail he's going to spend for killing someone? Zero. But I was going to say zero probably. The same amount of literate children in 55 schools <laughs> in Illinois. In Illinois. <laughs> That's the amount. Oh my gosh. Brutal. All right, well, here we are. Wow, we've come to a, the end of another stellar scatter shooting. <laughs> well, all right. We'll say Very it's good. at least true to its name. <laughs> it is. Yes, we've been all all over the place. And next week we'll be back at uh, the joinery. Indeed. Uh, so that'll be that'll be fun to continue that partnership uh, for a while, I guess. I all right, so. that'll do it for us. Uh, be safe out there and uh, watch the skies for any balloons or cylindrical objects or nuclear weapons on the way from China or Russia. If you see a nuclear weapon, please send us an email. And then duck and cover. <laughs> but send the email first. That's always what they told us when we were duck kids. Duck and cover. Duck and cover. Really, it's kiss your butt goodbye. That's really what it yeah, is. Yeah, but we were little kids. They didn't tell us that. That's nice. I am. Yeah. All righty. I'm Randy Renner. I'm Jeremy Griffin. You kids have a great uh, next seven days, and we'll be with you again for another edition of Scatter Shooting.